The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. It's a Garcia Diaries! Welcome back to the Garcia Diaries Unfiltered. I'm your host, Bethany, and I'm sitting here with my husband slash co-host, Anthony. Hello, everybody. Are you wearing your bands? I'm not wearing my bands because I can't open my mouth fully when I wear the bands and I can't talk. So, so you can't do your job uh, this when is, you're wearing the bands? This is a hobby right now. Oh, okay. This is just a hobby. We're not making enough money for it to be yes. your job. All right, cool. Moving on. Um, wow. It's been a really busy week. We've had a lot going on. We just had Ellis's birthday. Tomorrow is Bronx's birthday. We had their party. We had school start this week. And it's, I mean, my surgery's in a few days. Jesus Christ. We've had a lot going on. We went from having nothing, nothing less than nothing going on to just complete chaos kids like bethany said the kids started school but why does it feel so much better this way like i thrive and i feel so much better when we have a set schedule we have things going on the kids are all in gymnastics right now besides brooklyn they all have school every day let me tell you why so much going on because at one point in your life there was a woman by the name of joe frost from the uk and she said that you needed structure in your life and ever since then you've been a creature of structure i think i was always (laughs) but she's the one that like realized it in me yeah Yeah. for sure i need a routine and i need structure and i think that's why every summer i do start struggling with my mental health when we don't have that for sure i mean you've been like that since before since you were pregnant with brooklyn when we got together like we didn't get together when i was pregnant don't put that out there what i mean by that is we got together Mm -hmm. and very shortly after you were pregnant a year and a half later i don't high school doesn't count because we didn't it literally our whole we dated all of high school right but we dated at school we didn't hang out outside of school we didn't spend weekends together i didn't go to your house yes you did you would sneak out and come over right and what what would we sneak out and do that's not a healthy relationship go to church (laughs) that is not a healthy relationship cuddle so when we really got into a relationship, meaning lived together, got to experience each other without parents, faculty, anyway, when we could make our mm-hmm. own decisions, you've always been like, yeah, I need a routine, so, wait, I need a schedule. Let's just also say that it was nine months of us having a real relationship without parents involved and all that kind of stuff before we moved in together. At least is six that, months. Is that the timeline? Months. I don't, I yeah. just know it's pre-babies post you know how they have like ad bc Mm -hmm. before christ for us and me the way i look at it is pre-babies post babies yeah pre-babies i I don't really count too much because like i said we were together we were fucking but we weren't really together i was in love with you and maybe the feelings weren't as reciprocated as i thought oh okay i'll I'll agree or disagree i mean i'll agree slightly I think you were ready for this life that we have, and I was not ready, but it all worked out, and we have this life that yeah, we have. I just trapped you. 
just kidding. <laughs> but I, I just remember like going to my parents' house for dinner. You'd be like, mm-hmm. did you tell them we're coming? And I'm like, no, like we just show up. Like we don't have to plan it. And you were like, well, what do you mean you don't plan dinner? I'm like, yeah, no. I call my mom and say, what are you making for dinner? <laughs> and if it sounds good, then I'm like, all right, we'll pull up or all right, never mind. We won't come. That's you always been that way. Yeah. So anyways, back to school. Bronx started school. She's in kindergarten now. That is wild. She, I mean, you guys know we've struggled with preschool, with drop-offs with her. So the first two days, we walked her in, and it was a mess. She was screaming and crying, and I mean, screaming is dramatic. She was crying loudly and- Would not move. Would not move, would not, was holding onto my leg and would not let me go, and was, there was some yelling a little bit. She was like, I'm not going in there, and- stay here and don't leave and blah, blah, blah. And so finally on the third day, which was this morning, we dropped her off like the driving way. I'm sure a lot of schools are like this where you can just like go in the line and they jump out of the car and go in. That was so much better. She just said bye and was gone. She had a moment where the van door slid open and she kind of just froze. Like, <laughs> she looked at us like, what? But the teacher was right there at the door mm-hmm. ready to take them out. So if she had a panic moment in, or whatever was going through her head, she didn't have yeah. enough time to And then I act. watched her walk up the stairs and she was holding Brooklyn's hand and Harlem's hand and they were guiding her in and it was adorable. But yeah, all kids seemed to be doing well. The big three were excited to see their friends again. Oh my gosh. They couldn't sleep the night before. They We put them to bed at like 7.30, which is their normal bedtime. And they were still up at like 9.30, like so nervous 10 o'clock Harlem's coming out I, I fell asleep but I woke back up I'm so nervous and then they woke up the next morning at 4 a.m they had their uniforms on by 4 30 their hair was like they were ready to go by 4 30 in the morning and I'm like go back to bed their alarms go off at 6 15 so this back to school was bittersweet for me for two things one Bronx is going to school kindergarten um I've said before the big three are your kids, and then the younger two are my kids, meaning you exclusively raised the big three. Like I worked a lot, so when mm-hmm. I went to work, I was gone all day. I had a hand in the babies, mm-hmm. Bronx and Alice. I do a, a – it's not role reversal because you're home. I just do the home stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm the housewife, I guess. And so, obviously, Bronx going to school, bittersweet. But also, when you were going to school, was there – like Jansport backpacks, things like that. Did that mean anything to you? Yeah, like Jansport was the cool backpack right. to have. Yeah, but it was you had your character backpack, and then you hit maybe junior high. And for me, it was the all black Jansport. I had that from sixth grade until I graduated from high school. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> right, and that's just like I don't know. I don't know if that's like a white people thing or if like a hood thing. But once you had a, if you had a Jansport backpack, like you had the cool backpack. So we're letting the kids pick out their stuff, and we we let them choose backpack lunchbox things like that brooklyn chose character backpack Deuce chose a character backpack <laughs> stitch bronx character backpack well, harlem rainbow harlem went to the jansport and i was just like damn like we have kids that are transitioning from that kid to mm-hmm. all right they're they're moving to a new level and i don't know it's just it's sad as a parent to see Cause it's flying by. Yeah, no, they're getting older. And once I got my Jansport backpack, I started doing some hood rat shit. So. Okay, but we're not gonna. Yeah. Our daughters are not. No, no, no. I'm just for me. I'm like, damn, my first. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> it's going well. But yeah, three days in, they're enjoying it. We're enjoying our time with Alice. She's thriving. She's ready for school. She's 
so ready for school and we signed her up for gymnastics and she is like she was so pissed that she didn't get to do it that day when we went in to sign her up and then the next day was harlem and deuce's first class and she was so mad again that it wasn't her turn so she's definitely way more social like we'll take her to altitude which is like a jumping trampoline park by us and she makes friends with everyone that she comes into contact with she's a social butterfly bronx is the exact opposite she's so she's a leo to the t like every single thing about her she's a leo but she only acts like outgoing and wild and sassy when she's comfortable with people and with strangers she is so shy and reserved it's so crazy how she just flips the switch well she's the perfect definition kid of if she fucks with you she fucks with you Mm -hmm. she doesn't know who you are she doesn't fuck with you she she doesn't fake it if she does not exist right and so that's what we were nervous about with school so we'll we'll see how it goes. Everything's been good so far. Yeah. So I'm just hoping she like warms up to her teacher and but starts loving her. Shout out to all, all the parents that made it through summer. Yeah. Well, apparently people think Arizona is weird as fuck for going back in July. We've yeah. Seen a lot of those comments and, but hey, we don't make the rules. We just follow them. And you know what's so weird too is I've heard some I've heard from so many people over the past few days that the year round school schedule that we have is like so common in Europe and it's just like the norm there from in different countries that i've heard of and so i'm like oh like we're so european we're right. so cool <laughs> so i gotta give you i gotta give you your flowers and a little pat on the back mm-hmm. so after the first day of school for kindergarten parents they said you can bring your kid into the classroom and this this is how i know you're evolving as an adult oh i'm ready to hear it right so they say you can bring the kindergartner you can actually come into the classroom help him get settled in which is for us is when bronx had her little meltdown so yeah would have been better, probably better for us to just take her to the back, let her walk in, but whatever. And they're like, all right, after you do that, 20 minutes later, we're going to have a parent breakfast. And so I'm thinking they're going to give us details. I don't know. It's going to be some sort of. Yeah, I don't know what I expected from that. The principal is going to. I don't know what we expected, but I thought there was going to be some sort of structure there. We go to the cafeteria. They have these breakfast items and, you know, parents start filing in. Principal comes up. Wait, it's also so awkward when like there's four tables available and we're like the first ones to sit down and then everyone else comes and they sit at different no. tables and they all start sitting by well, each other on. and there's not four tables. There's a cafeteria full of tables. But we But just... they only put the chairs down for four. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. So they only put the chairs like it's like one of those benches things where they're they're on top of the table and then you like pull them down. So they pulled them down for four tables. Okay, okay. And we sat down. Everyone else sat down at different tables and then we were by ourselves. And it's like so awkward because it's like, why did no one sit by us? And then I feel like I'm at my first day of kindergarten. See, I didn't think it was awkward at all. If it were me, if it were me, I would go to an empty table. Just my how I would do it. I wouldn't go sit by someone. I know, but it's just principal goes up there three minutes she talks and then she was like honestly guys like this is just a meeting so you guys as parents can meet each other because you never know you know who's inviting you over for a sleepover and i was like "Eh, we don't do sleepovers so that excludes us but she was like everyone in this room is going through the same thing today you're all sending off your baby to kindergarten for the first time so right so she was basically just socialize and get to know each other bye right and so i look at beth and I'm already sad that Bronx is starting school. Like, I don't want to meet new people. And I'm the one that's in the classroom talking to other, like, for the big three, I know other kids' parents, the kids know me, the teachers previously, because I'm in there. But I'm like, I'm not trying to do this shit right now. So I look look at Beth, I'm like, 
hey, whenever you're ready to leave, like we could go. And you're like, well, let's just stay for a bit. Well, then I felt bad if we were just going to like walk out. It's basically like, OK, we don't care to know any of you guys. <laughs> Bye. Which I don't care. But anyways, all the parents like moved to one table. That table's full, both sides of the benches. Yeah, and there's nowhere to even sit at that table. So then I'm like, okay, now I'm feeling extra excluded. Finally, I seen this dad with a cowboy hat on. I was like, all right. So I got my little cowboy jokes off. We sit by them. Parents start to file in. And you took over. You started talking, conversating. I was was not feeling it. And also, for me, I'm like, all right, which which of these parents down the road am I going to have to get serious with? Because... All three kids prior have had issues with kids. No, not all three. Okay, two. Brooklyn and Deuce. Okay, two yeah. of the three kids have had issues. With I'm going. Bullies. I'm going on Facebook, like finding these parents. I'm yeah. telling the teacher, like, listen, if you don't deal with this, I'm gonna have to deal with this myself. Yeah. Type deal. And I'm Harlem just, doesn't take shit from to anyone. me. I'm just thinking, like, all right, which one of these kids down the road am I gonna have to get stern with? Yeah. I don't want to meet you today, but you you handled it. You talked. So that's how I know as an adult that you are evolving because. You don't do shit like that. I'm scared to talk to you. And I think I at know. one point, like, I just walked away and I was like, babe, I need to go get a water from a vending yeah. machine. And you, you held it down. Honestly, though, I think this job, like, prepared me for it. Because remember in the beginning, like, I was so scared anytime when someone would come up and be like, I follow you or, like, I listen to your podcast. I'd be like, oh, my God. Oh, like, I would have, like, an actual anxiety attack. And now I feel like I'm so good at it. And maybe not as good as, I, like, as other people, like, sitting there talking to people for an hour or, like, I don't know. It's like long lost best friends, but I feel like I do I do so good now, and I actually genuinely enjoy meeting people because I wouldn't have what we have without them, you know. Right. right. So you just so walk around like, like these people don't know I'm the Garcia Diaries. Ooh. No, no I'm just, I'm just kidding. it made just me kidding. feel. I just make. I guess talking to strangers in that way prepared me for that moment. Because normally I would have been like, I don't know what to say or what to do. But I was like talking to people. You did. I felt like a real adult. Oh, it was yes, great. Yes. <laughs> Finally, I'm the fourth kid. <laughs> we met some parents and yeah, we'll see where it goes. It was great. Yeah. And they all live by us too. So like that was awesome. We all live in the same area. Okay, cool. Anyways, moving on. What did we do today? Uh, it, it really is weird though. All the planes I'm hearing right now, it's like on the same day we find out the that UFOs are real. Not that I didn't know before. You know that I've always believed in aliens. All right. So since we're on that topic, let's go there. Aliens. Now, yeah. So the government confirmed in a hearing. In <laughs> Now, I just want to say for me, a lot of the stuff that the government says and the media puts out there, I kind of don't really listen to it because don't get me wrong. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not one of them. I just, it is what it is. If we die, we die. If we live, we live. Like, I'm not going to. I can only take it day by day. See, yeah, exactly. Me, like, okay, whether the government's doing shit I agree with or I don't agree with or I, 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 what does that have to do with my everyday life? Yeah. I probably should be better at that because we do have kids in the future, but. I thought I saw this thread, which I love threads, by the way, that said, it was like, you're scared of aliens. Have you met human beings? Right. And that tracks so well. But also, okay, so aliens. I, I would think that we would be fools to believe that in all of the different universes and all the shit that nasa has found to think that we are the only living forms or living beings on any planet ecosystem solar system whatever it may be universe multiverse yeah now do they look like us i don't know are they do they look like i don't know what they look like but i know that there's something else out there Mm -hmm. yeah 
that today just kind of it just confirmed. validated all of my beliefs to hear the parts that I heard of the hearing, the congressional hearing that yeah confirmed it. But then the I, UFO whistleblower. I also started thinking like, bro, if I was an enemy country, I would concoct some weird ass thing to sit in a in a weird looking airplane and try to. I don't know. My brain just went to these crazy places, you know. So you're you're you have a conspiracy theory about the conspiracy theory? No, I'm like let's just use Russia as a, as an example. I don't know. Technology is amazing. Throw a glob of something, put that shit on autopilot, see where it goes. If it crashes, oh, we don't know. Who the- even knows where they found it though? Right. That's what I'm saying. I just yeah, so weird. And I don't like want to do this whole world war thing, fighting aliens. Like I don't want to live in the movie Infinity War. Just want to live life feeling validated that i always knew there was aliens and now i can move forward with that you know i agree and if that's the way it all goes down then what the f- it's, it's all gonna go down i'm not gonna stress about it do you think that aliens and human beings can procreate do i think that human a human being like do you try? think aliens yes. have penises i don't know I, I, I how do they make new alien babies that's a great question and then also if they can procreate do you think that it will be banned? Like it'll be illegal in the United States? I think that our planet has a long, long track record of initially starting races, genders, you call it, with a whole lot of restrictions attached to them. Well, it's like in The Incredibles when all the superheroes like get banned from being superheroes and they have to go into hiding. It's like, oh my God, are the aliens going to be in hiding? Like... Like scrolls and Marvel, oh my god! Like they're gonna be shape shifting into humans, and we won't know if they're he- real humans or aliens. Right. Honestly, now imagine, I would love that. Imagine you're a cheater, and it comes to find out you've been cheating on your spouse with an alien instead of Ariana Grande, or instead of who you think it is. I'm dying. I mean, the possibilities are endless. I'm kind of living for it, unless I die. Because of a world war with aliens or a planet-to-planet war or they just don't like me and how I've talked about them on this podcast and I end up dead. So if I end up dead, it was the aliens or Anthony. Because, you know. What the fuck? I mean, you're most likely to be murdered by your lover. I will say this one more time. Do you see how thick I am built? In prison, in jail... I feel like I would be high. Okay. I'm not doing, I don't, I'm not putting myself in that situation for not one person. Nine You know that TikTok that's cops. like, she's a country woman, <laughs> country woman, country music fan. You know that TikTok? You so <gasps> What the fuck? Guys, I cannot get an emergency alert while we're talking about aliens right now. Wait, I didn't get an alert. Yeah, you don't hear that? No, I didn't get an alert. I hear it. Oh my God. Emergency alert. Dust storm warning in this area till 9.45 p.m. Thank God we need more dust storms. Actually, are they good for the environment or bad for it? I like them. They're pretty. I don't, I don't know. They make the sky turn I yellow. I hate the rain. I hate any storm. They I love all bother it all. Me. I love storms. Not tornadoes or hurricanes or tsunamis or anything with water. Just rain storms. Okay, moving on right, from anyways. aliens. You have, a, you have some drama. Yeah, there's a lot of drama right okay, now. Okay, go ahead. Start because I read the... The headline and didn't read any further basically as we know ariana grande is filming the wicked movie right now well not right now because of the sag after strike so they can't film right now but we know that she was filming the movie wicked 
and filming with her with Ethan Slater, one of her co-stars. He stars in SpongeBob the Musical on Broadway, and he looks the part for sure. Perfect casting for SpongeBob. Um, everyone finds who they find attractive, and I mean, there's women out there that I'm like, girl, you could do way better than your ugly ass husband, and it's like a legit supermodel. But they're attracted to them, and that is allowed, and that is okay, and that is empowering to be attracted. Everyone's attracted to a different type, right? We, we've Ariana seen your Grande, exes. Anyways. Ariana Grande, her taste in men makes me confuzzled, you know? Well, I don't get it. We can say can she Google definitely him. is diverse Google, in her taste. Google Ethan Slater and get back to me on your thoughts. I don't want to call anyone ugly in this world, but if I was going to call someone ugly, anyways. You want me, wait, you want me to teach you how to say it? No. In my opinion, in my I opinion, find blank unattractive. I find Ethan Slater unattractive. Bam. Objectively, conventionally, anyways. So it comes out that Ariana Grande is getting a divorce from her husband of two years. They've been separated since January. Cool. Awesome. On the same day, Sofia Vergara, that's how you say it, she announces that she's getting divorced from Daddy Joe. And you know what? It's all just lost in the news. But then a few days later, it comes out that Ariana Grande is dating her co-star, Ethan Slater, from the Wicked movie. And we're like, oh, wow. Okay, maybe that's why she announced her divorce because it was going to get leaked. And then we find out Ethan Slater is married and has a baby. And the baby's not even a year old yet. And we're like, okay, well, maybe they're separated. And then it comes out that the wife did not know that her husband was dating Ariana Grande until a few nights before when he came home and told her because the news was about to be leaked, which is also why Ariana Grande announced her divorce when she did, probably the same night that Ethan Slater went home to his wife and baby and told her that he was in love with Ariana and cheating on Lily, his so, wife. Ray Donovan was working hella hard behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially today it was just announced that he filed for divorce from his wife his wife has sources leak been leaking to the press that she was completely blindsided she only found out a few nights before and he has completely turned his back on his family meaning his wife and his baby and it's just so fucking sad and dark honestly because i mean it's hollywood you're together every single day filming a movie so obviously it's convenient and it's easy to be in love when you're together every day so when she moves on to the next project whether it be another movie or a show or music or whatever it is he goes off to play spongebob again and you're not together anymore you're going to move on to the next person that you're with all the time so essentially this family's broken up for life the repercussions are lifelong for this baby and for the wife for a six-month romance or even less it's also come out that i mean i saw this with my own eyes that ariana before ethan went private on instagram ariana had liked every single picture on his feed including the pictures of him and his wife including the pictures of him and his wife and his baby so then it comes out that she like ariana grande was in their home having dinners with the couple together the wife has known her for a while it just gets darker and darker the more we learn about it wild and i am never gonna be the person to be like this is all Ariana's fault. Like, why is she a homewrecker? Because the guy's the one that's married. He's the one that made the vows, right? Right? Yes. Okay, but in this case, when you start realizing that this is such a pattern with her, that 
Naya Rivera said that she walked in on Ariana and Big Sean in their home when her and Big Sean were engaged. Ariana was not engaged to Big Sean. Naya was. All right. Apparently it happened with Mac Miller. Pete Davidson was dating Cassie David, Larry David's daughter. And the night before him and Ariana Grande's public relationship went public, he texted Cassie and broke up with her over text. So obviously they had already been dating while him and Cassie were still dating. So it's like all these things happening, it, it starts to be like, hmm, why are you only interested in men that are engaged, married, or in a long-term relationship? Again, not blaming the woman, but when it is a pattern, that's when I'm like, hmm, that's kind of odd. All right, so I want to break this down a couple ways. The whole, because that could be considered like a work wife, right? Because they're on set together, they're spending a lot of time together. So... I don't believe in the work wife, work husband thing. Well, that's why I'm like, I kind of wished when I was working that that maybe could have presented itself just to see like, how does that even happen? Because now my work wife is really my wife. So like that doesn't count. But like I worked at Cox, I worked at UPS and listen, like you said, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, but those are like rough tumble. The the, the ladies that worked with us, like you weren't attracted Right, and and maybe they were beautiful outside of their work uniform, but that has never presented itself. So I'm like, how do you even get into that situation? How does that work? I'm always curious. We should role play that one day. <laughs> Just goodbye. But anyways, also, I think because we we get on this podcast, we go through your confessions and people. There's a lot of cheaters out there, right? I still think that there are more people not cheating Mm -hmm, than there are people cheating so the cheaters they get the spotlight because oh my gosh it's drama it's gossip worthy we love drama we love to be in other people's business but the reality is most people are not cheating Mm -hmm. so for me i think it takes a certain individual to cheat because we're not all out here doing it right I don't I don't want and I don't want to like shit on people for cheating and call you a terrible whatever but you're you're a certain individual that will step out on a relationship, a marriage, whether you're just boyfriend or girlfriend, you are a certain individual. So, it takes a certain individual to do that, which is why I always say I'm a big believer in once a cheater, always a cheater. That's why I say like if you get into a relationship by ways of one person cheating, expect it to happen to you cuz so more often you- than not I think it does happen again do you hold both people accountable or should we hold both people accountable the person that cheated and the person they cheated with or do you just hold the person accountable that was in the relationship and made the vow if they were married or you know if they're engaged or in a relationship they are the ones that made the commitment to be with the person not the person that came in and in some cases too i think men lie about the circumstances of the relationship, they could be like, oh, I left her. Oh, we're separated. And you might believe that. And so then you sleep with him and you find out later, oh my God, he actually wasn't divorced or separated. Right, the facts can be But in changed. this situation, when she's like up in their house having dinners with them, like you had to have known they were still together. Well, okay. As far as accountability in this situation, I place blame solely on the person in a committed relationship. Yeah. Because... If you're a free agent, you're a free agent. You can mingle, you can take visits, you can talk to people. Now, my only thing with, what's the guy's, what's SpongeBob's name? Ethan. Ethan. Ariana has a pattern of this. So 
did he think does he think like okay like i'm the one yeah. i'm gonna stop this because how many guys before him thought that so my thing is do people not weigh their options like all right ariana grande this is, is it worth it this, to blow up my family right is is this someone that i could potentially start a new family with and start a new life with and and grow together or is this just like a one time few time things but also at the same time if you're gonna cheat on me I want you to cheat up. No, really, because guess what? I'm going to be on Dr. Phil. All these talk shows crying. I'm going to give me a book deal. Like, all right, if you're going to cheat on me, it's a shitty situation. Cheat up. I cannot even fathom if, like, you came home and you were like, I'm cheating on you with Kim Kardashian. I would be like, okay, no, you're not. And you're you're like, no, I am. Like, I'm I'm filing for divorce. I'm leaving you for Kim Kardashian. I would be like, wait. Can I come with you? So Can I join? I got a question. Is the wife like a famous person? No. Or she just, so it's like me and you. I'm just a regular ass dude out here. And you have a We're little notoriety. We're both regular people. I mean, you're you're hired. You're Z-Y on the... I'm Z-less right. for sure. That's what I'm saying. So she's just a regular person, like no Hollywood connection at I all? I don't think so. I've never heard of her. Okay. So that's my thing well, is... even him, like Hollywood is a stretch. Is... I, I just... I feel like before I would cheat, I would have to heavily weigh. All right, what could could she provide for me? Like I'm just saying for me, because listen, you're my sugar mama. You are so. All right, if I fucking if you fuck this up, you better be right. Can going my, to someone that has even more exactly. money. Exactly. Yeah. These are different things that I. Is this potentially a good stepmom? Like these are the things out in my. That's why I could never cheat because I'm like, listen, like hold on, pause, pause. Let me let me sit down. Like, you know me, I'm a pro-cons guy. I'll, I'll get the paper out. I'll write pros of... Remember, remember the therapist made you pros. Why should you stay married to Anthony? Cons, why should you... Right? They, there was nothing on my pro list. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, there's like one thing. He's the father of my children. But anyways, I just... <laughs> I, uh, bro fucked up his life for how much pleasure? How short? Because we, I, I'm, I'm going to go on a limb and say... Their relationship doesn't last. Watch them like be married for 50 hey. years. <laughs> I hope so. If you do all that, no, you might I as don't. well stick I it don't. out. That's what pisses me off so much with like, for example, the Vanderpump Rules scandal, the scandal there that happened. It's like, okay, you cheated on your girlfriend of 10 years with her best friend. Then at least stay with the best friend and make it work. Make everything that you went through worth it. And then they're, they don't even last a few months it's like oh my god you're an idiot you blew up your entire life for some girl that you couldn't even get it together with to have a relationship longer than three months right that that situation does not even compare to this because there's there's kids involved there was dogs involved i'm just kidding i'm kidding okay what did we do today today we saw barbie we saw barbie we took the three older kids they are seven eight and nine we took them to see Barbie. I didn't I didn't know if Deuce was the right age for it yet because and not only the right age, but because I think there's some seven year olds that might be mature enough for it, but he's just not mature whatsoever. But he's the right age to know that if we would have left him out, he would have held a grudge. For, exactly. So that's why so we he, brought him because right. it was like, I don't want him to have hurt feelings. And so that's why he was so included in it. And Bar- I thought and I knew the girls would love it. With Barbie, I kind of want to start at the beginning, both of us. You've seen the movie. I've seen the movie. But going into it, what were your expectations? Because you said the the script and the the plotline was kind of hush hush for 
pretty close up to the release date, right? Even yeah, even up to the release, it was I I really had no idea what the plot of the movie was going to be. And going into the movie, I had zero expectations for it. I was hoping it would be a little cheesy and corny, but funny. And I thought it was going to be like, oh, Barbie and Ken end up together and the story of like how they fell in love and that kind of thing. Okay, so, so for, but honestly, though, really low expectations so for it. So for me, I thought it was going to be the live version of do you, in Toy Story when they go to the the preschool and they have the toys and the can i thought it was gonna yeah. be more along the lines of that mm-hmm. just real people yeah this was going in so like people playing with them no 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 no. like and like margot robbie being a being barbie mm-hmm. but just acting how they were acting because that was and that's toy story's animation oh i see what you mean just real okay. in real yeah. life so yeah that was i thought i thought it was gonna be like that going in and then you and your friends did this movie theater thing mm-hmm. you, you watched it and you were like, well, I just want to watch it and make sure it's okay for the girls. And I was like, it's Barbie. Like, what? And so I looked on IMDb to look and there was no... Usually I go to the parental, like mm-hmm. sex, nudity, different... It breaks it down and there was nothing. So I was like, all right, yeah, maybe you should watch it because we're, we're this this could go anyway. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, how is it PG-13 if there's nothing bad in it? Right. Like, I'm actually still confused about that. I think it's just... Is there like it? Does it have to be PG PG thirteen if there's too many big words in a movie or something? Like I don't understand how this movie could right. possibly be. PG-13. I'm sure there's certain X amount of this said and whatever. Yeah. But anyways, like the only cuss word in the movie is bleeped out, and there's no nudity. There's no. There's not even a kiss in the movie. You're right. There's nothing sexual whatsoever. The only thing is that she's like, oh, I don't have a vagina, and he doesn't have a penis, pointing to Ken. And like that's literally all. But I, so, my kids know what their body parts are called. You so saw the movie first. Go. I loved it. I cried twice, and then today, we when we watched it again, I cried three times. This time, I thought it was such a cheesy, corny, hilarious movie, and it was so nostalgic for me as someone who had a Barbie dream house and had all of the Barbies, and I grew up playing with Barbies and having all these outfits and having a weird Barbie and all of that stuff. Like it just was so nostalgic for me. And then on top of it, I love the message. I love the message that you can be anything and you can be a mother or you don't have to be a mother or you can be a career woman or you can be a mediocre person and not have any hobbies or this big crazy career and you're still enough for just being who you are, just being ordinary. And I really wanted my daughters to see this movie because there is so much pressure on women in this society. There always has been. And the movie just has such a great message about taking those standards and what society thinks of women and breaking free from that, not fitting into any box and just following your heart and being who you are. Right. So you come home, mm-hmm. we, you know, we talk about your night. I want to see how everything went, things like that literally stay up making sure you get home safely but anyways um you're you're talking you're breaking down the movie and i don't care to see the movie Mm -hmm. like i didn't play with barbies i didn't play with ken i don't want to see the movie like if we see it we see it but this is not like cocaine bear that i want to fucking go see it in theaters and exact same thing you're going through it you're telling me about the night but you ended with i want to take the girls the big girls so bad like i think it, it would be inspiring for them so for me, 
I'm always down mm-hmm. for something that is gonna teach our girls or give them confidence. Always down. We did our thing the rest that night. It's over. Then the next day, I'm like, okay, well, I'll, I'll go see it. Like next day comes around. Then this is the shit that really made me want to see the movie because I love controversy and I love all that shit. So what was being said? What made you? Yeah. Kind of so just... all of it. This like actually shocked me because seeing the movie. I don't understand where people are getting these things from. And I've seen the movie twice now and still have not picked up on any of this controversy that people are talking about. But I'm going to read you some tweets from different people that have gone viral. Number one, Florida Congressman Matt Gates, his wife tweeted, the 2023 Barbie movie unfortunately neglects to address any notion of faith or family and tries to normalize the idea that men and women can't collaborate positively. Yuck. Let's let's leave people's names out because I'm not going to give them no shine. Okay. Well, I it, I feel like it does kind of matter. Anyway, someone else said possibly the most anti-male film ever made. Uh, someone said that it's a man-hating woke propaganda fest. Someone said if I made a movie mocking women as useless as dunderheads constantly attacking the matriarchy and depicting all things feminist as toxic bullshit, I wouldn't just be canceled. I'd be executed. Someone else who happens to be the CEO of Twitter said, if you take a shot every time Barbie says the word patriarchy, you'll pass out before the movie ends. Someone said, my producers dragged me to see Barbie and it was one of the most woke movies I've ever seen. My review of this flaming garbage garbage heap of a film will be on my YouTube. And then he did a 43 minute video on all the reasons it was the worst movie ever and then bought almost $100 worth of Barbies and burned them on camera. He said that he wasted two hours of his precious time, two hours he'll never get back, two hours around my deathbed. I will wish that I had not spent that time doing. It makes me viscerally angry. And then he spent 43 additional minutes on top of the movie. uh, Yeah, complaining. And seems like he was spiraling a little bit about it. So you were telling me people's reviews, things you're seeing on social media, Mm -hmm. right? So you're telling me this. And so he also said... Greta Gerwig, that who this is who the director okay. was, is a lady. She's making a good living off of this. Margot Robbie is playing the lead. In fact, the entire cast, aside from basically Ryan Gosling, is women. So it seems like women are doing okay. Talking about how there's... And he basically defended that there's no patriarchy in our society. Okay. Currently. So all this is... you're you're We're talking about this. You're telling me, like, I, I just don't see it. Like, how, yeah. how are people having this reaction it's men women like it's yeah both like sides. i'm even following people on instagram that are like this was such a man-hating movie and i'm like so confused i'm like i don't i didn't get that at all i left this theater feeling so inspired and proud of being a woman and proud of being a mother that i like seeing all that stuff it kind of made me sad and kind of ruined my experience a little bit because Anytime you have someone hating so hard on something you enjoy, it's not a good feeling. Right. And also I'm thinking like, am I dumb? Did I miss this? And so I also thought taking you would be great because you are a man. And I wanted to see if you had the same experience as all these other men that have gone to see it and literally hated their lives for it. Right, right. So so I'd love to hear your but, thoughts on so it. So you know me, I love to play devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me this and I'm like, Okay, like I, I really want to see Barbie now because I'm like, some there's got to be some like, babe, you're perfect to me in every way. But I'm like, you ain't that perfect to where the world hates or not the world, so much of the world hates it, but you think it's inspiring. So yeah, I think you were like, well, when should we see it? I was like, hey, ASAP. So we we got the tickets for us. 
So going into the movie, I had told myself, all right, I'm going to just watch this sensitive as fuck. Like, I'm going to look for ways that you can be triggered by it, be triggered or that they're men hating. Right. So that's going into the movie. We sit down. It starts. I fell asleep because it was just so boring and it was literally how I thought it was going to be. In the beginning, just yeah. Barbies and just, I'm like, really? I'm like almost he, 30 He's years talking old. about the part when it's literally Barbie in Barbie land and she's just, it's like going through the motions of being a doll. Right. Yeah. And so I I fall asleep. You nudge me. You're like, what are you doing? You're asleep this. for like two minutes. Right. A little, yeah. Quick little, I needed that power nap though. <laughs> so I'm watching. It ends. My first reaction. I wish I would have watched the movie without you having said anything to me and me having seen anything negative on social media because it was a good movie. And I'm like, wait, so people really came in here, watched it, and then left butthurt. Yeah, angry, viscerally angry. Spending their finances and time. I'm just like, wow, like, okay, that that's definitely like, are you you're, you got some things going on with you there. But so first thing I'm like, okay, I, I didn't grow up with a TV and I still was able to watch TV, grand family members. A lot of the shows and a lot of the Disney, Nick, Nickelodeon, those things, women were portrayed a certain way. Mm-hmm. You had the, the the cute girl looked a certain way. The nerdy girl looked a certain way. Everyone had their way they looked yeah. in their roles. And the popular girl was always mean, catty, or but dumb. Beautiful. Yeah. Always beautiful, yeah. right? And or, so, per- or women have been per- portrayed as bimbos. Since the beginning of filmmaking, right, and, and TVs, so yeah, and for, TV shows and movies. For me, as a kid, I wish that I had the, I was afforded the the opportunity to actually have movie characters and fictional characters that I looked up to and inspired me, right. Um, but I didn't because that's the hand that life dealt me, right. I fucking I didn't get to. So for my kids, I'm like, I hope that there's a fictional Brooklyn. It's Spider Man and, and things like that. So I'm like, okay, if I was a young girl. If I was a girl, I would think it's cool to actually have a movie geared to inspire a woman. Like, that's fine. Yeah. There's so many. There's so many movies men. and TV shows right. that lift up men. Right. So I'm like, yeah, let them have this moment. Yeah. I, cool. Inspire the shit out of. I have four daughters. I want them inspired as fuck by. And they're like, whatever person's like, if oh, I think it was Pierce Morgan, if I made a movie that was about men and lifting up men i would be canceled blah 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 i'm like bro iron man captain america spider-man the girls always need to be saving the men is always on top in the superhero like it's just like that but the opposite and then also okay and then i was looking at it from the men bashing perspective yeah listen yes it was a man bashing but men if you act like that if that's how you move and and you need to be bashed like i have one son we're raising him to not be that, not to be this person that is so obsessed with how the world looks at him and attention from others. Or if a girl breaks, if a girl denies you or if a person denies you, like, I'm like, okay, men that act like that need to be bashed because that's what's wrong with society. And that's why things have just, yeah. Anyone through, through that- generations, if you, if you're a man, you have power and you have success and you have whatever it may be. Men like that, it, the Will Pharaoh, him being the CEO and just like, you do what I say and doesn't matter what it's I say, I'm right. It's obviously satire of how p- real people act in real life. 
And no one, no CEO that I've ever met that's a man is acting like Will Ferrell. It's dramatized and it's satire. And I don't get how people don't see that either. Even how Ken acts, it's like, it's supposed to be funny. And in any other TV show or movie where a woman acts like that, like where's the writing in the streets over that? It takes it it to another level. You're right. Yeah. But there are men men that act like that. I mean, yeah, I had a boyfriend like that. That's what I'm saying. I know people firsthand that act like that. So I'm like, and I don't like it. And if you act like that, okay, call that shit out. So it makes me think that all the people that are triggered by the bashing of that, those personality types, makes me seem that you must be like that if you're so triggered by it and you're taking it. Anytime you take something personally, it's because it hits a chord in you. Right, exactly. And then the biggest thing that I, I took away from it was I was like, yes, this is geared to empower women. But I'm like, the message in here can be whether you're girl, boy, because with Deuce, we always hear the, well, how does he feel about being the only boy? And, and we're like, he doesn't feel anything. He doesn't until, know any different. <laughs> right. Deuce likes to paint his nails. He painted his nails since before he went to school. Didn't think anything of it until someone called it out and said, hey, boys are not supposed, right? To him, it mm-hmm. was simply my sisters do it. I, he, whatever, whatever it is in his head, why he likes to get his nail painted, that's him. But it was never an issue until someone made it an issue. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, and then you hear, you, you need to raise our sons to be men. And okay, why why not raise, what does that mean? Raise what, strong kids no matter their gender. What are, yeah. What's the bullet list of things you need to teach a boy to become a man? And I'm like, why would I not teach those things to my daughters as well? Mm-hmm. Because I don't want them to need a man or a woman for anything. But also, I don't want my son to need a man or a woman for anything. Yeah. Like, I want to teach all my kids how to succeed and how to survive on their own and teach them lessons to be successful in life. So for me, that's the biggest thing I took away is like, it's not, oh, well, because you're this gender, you have to know this. It's like, no, I want to send out adults, humans into the world that can do it all, no matter what they look like, no matter what they are. So that's that's the biggest thing that I took away. It's not a one size fits all. And then also I've seen it, since I as far back as I remember the standard put on woman and, and so when the mom's like doing this speech oh my god that's like I was bawling at America Ferrera's speech in the movie both times it, I even looked it up afterwards so I could read it again right because it hit home so every word she said hit home for me but even for me I I can't say I felt that way but I've seen how that standard has affected people that I love and care for. So mm-hmm. I'm like, at a minimum, we've all seen it. Unless you live under a rock, this is not a perfect society. So I'm like, the people that were upset, they went in there without having seen anything. Yeah. And, and they wanted gonna, to be upset about something. I'm just going to share a little snippet from her speech because I think that if you don't know what we're talking about, this is what we're talking about. Um, she says, You have to be thin, but not too thin. And you can never say you want to be thin. You have to say you want to be healthy, but also you have to be thin. You have to have money, but you can't ask for money because that's crass. You have to be a boss, but you can't be mean. You have to lead, but you can't squash other people's ideas. You're supposed to love being a mother, but don't talk about your kids all the damn time. You have to be a career woman, but also be looking out for other people. You have to answer for men's bad behavior, which is insane. But if you point that out, you're accused of complaining. And, and it goes on and on and on. And it talks about like every experience you can have as a woman and how you're told that you're not good enough for going through those experiences. And yeah, like like I said, everything hit home for me. And 
that's the speech I wanted my daughters to hear. Right. Because I wanted them to know that no matter what they go through in life, they are good enough and they are worthy of love and respect and they deserve it. And, and, and the thing is, when you, you're right about that, but when you go into something already with negative yeah. thoughts, you're you're only going to get more, the, those thoughts and those hates and whatever it may be, it's just going to build because you're already going in with it like, all right, let's see what's wrong. Yeah. When in reality, okay, let's say they did bash men and it was for women. Okay, cool. Let's say that. Let's say you're correct in well, that. Well, some people are saying but that the on. movie is brainwashing women. Right. So let's say that at the same time, there were things in there that stand true and hold true. And if you love women, if you say you love women, if there's a woman in your life you love, you could at least hold on to that and yeah. and looked out for those people. I'm a man. I, I can't feel I can't feel the way you thought about that. But I know that, like I said, people that I love have been negatively affected by that. So I'm going to take that. Mm-hmm. And okay, how can I be of help to this? How can I to my son, to my bloodline, how can we stop? And maybe one day that's not even the standard that is talked about anymore. How, yeah. how do I help change that? But yet people are just, they, they no, go in there looking for bad. Mm-hmm. You're going to see bad. But it's also like, it's a fucking movie. Like it's two hours of entertainment. It's a movie. I'm not seeing all these think pieces on Oppenheimer and how, Oh my God, this man, he killed hundreds of thousands and we're glorifying him and we did a whole... Like, honestly, where's all the think pieces on that? No, everyone's busy hating on Barbie, which is literally the cheesiest movie of the year. And I loved every second of it. But still, it's like, this is... It's it's a fun right. movie. This isn't that like a good Passion message. of the Christ, and where it's like, I'm just... It's so weird how people take everything all, so seriously. We all should be more like Alan. I loved Alan. Honestly, justice for Alan. Really? He was my favorite character, probably. He did, hey, all the other, all the Kens were worried about what people thought about them, how they looked. There's my guy, Alan. Just He's just chilling. helping the cause. Like, hey, let me get to a better place. And I think if we all just wanted to get to a better place, it would just make society that much better. Yeah. We need more Alans in this world. But you know sure. what I realized <laughs> watching it? Like, I'm a fucking real, like, housewife, stay-at-home mom. Because there was like a line where it was like, we're supposed to love our kids, but we're not supposed to love them so much that that's all we want to talk about. And I'm like, damn, there's like days, weeks where I don't go without having a conversation about my family. Here. And I'm just like, damn, I'm really that. Huh? But the whole point is that that <laughs> should be allowed. Like if that's what you want to talk about, that's what you want to talk no, no, about. But when you're, you're talking about the stereotype when people yeah. say you're a stay-at-home mom yeah that you're lumps, a stereotypical stay-at-home mom. i'm not a stay-at-home mom but some of those thoughts and feelings clumped me in there and i was like damn it i guess i am a housewife <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so yeah so overall you liked it i thought it was a good movie you didn't think there was anything co- controversial in it i mean to me or, no or is challenging the status quo and challenging no, how things are is that controversial in and of itself that's really what it is is when you poke the bear, that bear's gonna wake up not happy. And so for since the beginning of time, it, it was literally how our history has been just mm-hmm. roles reversed. Yeah. Women in charge. I saw this thing on TikTok that says, here's the meaning of the Barbie movie. It's about going from girl to woman. Barbie land is what our childhood felt like. We were safe, naive, and everything seemed perfect. 
the real world is what womanhood feels like. It's scary. There's pain and we're faced with so many challenges while still being held to unrealistic expectations by society. As we get older, we see and understand sacrifices our mothers and grandmothers made. They walked so we could run. We mothers stand still so our daughters can look back to see how far they have come, which is a quote from the movie. And I love that theory about in, you know, Barbie land being our childhood and the real world being womanhood. And that feels that resonates with me. So I just don't understand. I know not everyone's experiences are the same, but I just don't understand how it didn't you know, resonate with me. You know what it is when people feel uncomfortable, they lash out. So men have always had the power, have always had the authority have always been able to treat people a certain way. Mm-hmm. So seeing, even though, you know, uh, with us present day, it's not the same as it was early 1900s, but still seeing yourself as a man in that, mm-hmm. I feel like it makes you uncomfortable. And then yeah. people are, you're told that this is how it's a man's supposed to be this, a woman's supposed to be this. So even if you're not a man or a male, you you still like, wait, that's not how things are supposed to be. My whole life I've been told how I live is this way. So seeing that makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. So you also just on like attack. once it, once anything like this gets politicized, people just automatically take the side of whatever news station they watch. Thanks at the end of the day, honestly, once I, and I hate when stuff right. gets Woke. politicized like this, it's like, just enjoy it for being a movie or don't enjoy it. You don't have to like everything, but like making a 43 minute video on how much you hate it or burning Barbie dolls or, spending four days on Instagram stories talking about why you hated it so much. It like, it seems obsessive a little bit. When you slap woke on it, it becomes political. Yeah. You're right. Once you, once something becomes political, you're going to have the debate. And it's no matter like, what. And it's like, Oh my God, I didn't think I was going to have to debate people in my DMS about seeing a movie. No, and no one's like I said, but, I saw Op- Oppenheimer days before. And, no one's but, debating me about Oppenheimer. Imagine every time you watched a movie you didn't like, you just go start talking shit and you go imagine, and anyone that likes it you just go into their right. dms like straight talking shit to oh them. you didn't like Stuart little okay well someone was I mean? on my threads like this has to be sarcastic and i'm like no like i'm being serious and then she moved it to the dms just berating me for enjoying it and like, i'm like oh my god the same thing though happens all the time like oh i went to the taylor swift heiress concert and people are like ew you like taylor swift that's embarrassing are you i hate her Okay, cool. Like, did you need to send that to me in response to my story of being at her concert? No matter what, people are going to shit on what you like at the end of the day. You're right. You're but not allowed to enjoy it. That anything. just reminded me, we're going to Drake in September. Yes. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We're doing Drake and then Jonas Brothers <laughs> two nights in a row. Because the, the weeks prior are going to be tough because of your surgery. Mm-hmm. Surgery Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So will there be a pod next week? Maybe not. Probably there not. might be a podcast. There might not be one. We might have like, we might sneak in a little guest one and we'll see. It will see, but. Or maybe we can do it from me dead in the bed just to update people that I'm still alive. We'll figure it. We'll and figure something out. if I do die, it was so good knowing you guys. Thank you for supporting my family. Please donate to the GoFundMe for my funeral and to make sure Anthony doesn't have to work for a good six months. And yeah, thanks for being here. Like I said, I'll, I'll write a book. I'll expose all of the Arizona influencer tea. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but uh, anyways, because, you know, you're going to go through surgery, recovery is going to be tough. Maybe you can do a solo pod next week with one of your boys. I like might get grandma to come on here. You know, grandma go, would yeah. be such a good guest. Wait, that's so funny. I would love it. Grandma's a little out of pocket sometimes. Yeah, that's true. Like, Maybe grandma, not. what did you just <laughs> say? 
<laughs> like grandma. <laughs> Can't say that. All right. Anyways. Wish us luck. Thoughts and prayers with Bethany as she hopefully. T-H-O-T-S and prayers. They what? Hopefully this shit works. I know. I'm not doing another one. Another surgery. If this is, if this doesn't work and I'm botched still, I'm going to be botched for life. Right. Because like as your partner, nothing. This sounds very selfish. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But nothing about this surgery like benefits me. Like <laughs> it was worse than I thought. <laughs> well, you know, last time you thought they were you, you thought they were a little too low. You got them lifted. You know, so I'm like, all right, I benefit from that. But this time it's just for some fucking nipples, and I'm like, yeah, you don't care where they are. To me, right? To you me, you don't care if my nipples are on my shoulders. So this, truly, you should care though. I mean. I don't know. I mean, as far as benefit wise, no, this, this surgery is just, all right, this is for you. you you're not happy. Let's get it done. But let's hope it gets done right because I can't take another one. <laughs> and he, he basically, what he's saying is he can't take another one either. Especially with no benefit. Like, come on now. Like, shit. All right, guys, we will hopefully see you next week. Peace. This Valentine's Day, Dunkin's got the perfect pairings to show your love. So get down on one knee with a dozen brownie batter donuts and a cocoa mocha signature latte. Or make them swoon with a strawberry dragon fruit Dunkin' refresher with a Cupid's Choice Donut. Are you ready for love? America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer.